Uh, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, friends and family. Thank you for joining for another episode of Real Talk with Ian and Ian. We're so happy that you join us this Sunday, and we really have a really special show for you tonight. Um, we're going to just go ahead and just let you see the faces on the screen. But before we introduce you to the guests that we're having today, I'm going to let uh, my co-host Ian say a few words, and then um, the next voice you'll hear will be Jamie and Siobhan Nito. <laughs> Good afternoon to our fans who are watching across the room. Wherever you've been watching for, we just want to welcome you another afternoon to this platform. I also want to welcome Jamie and Siobhan to the platform. And I just want the world to know, uh, you guys don't know me, right? But I want you to know that you guys have been an inspiration to me. You know, it's my wife and I, we have a journey. We've been together for over 25 years, you know, and we have our story. Yeah. But Jamie, I also want to say to you, your story resonated with me. As, as, a, as a kid in high school, I was no more than about 14 years old. I actually looked death in the face mm. at, while doing high jump. Oh. I can vividly remember at, in Jamaica, we'd say I'm class three, very young athlete. And I went in as a sprinter. And when I got to school, my coach said, Ian, I want you to try the high jump because I'm six feet, seven inches tall. So very tall. So as soon as you look at me, you'll see jumping, I guess. So the coach would have had me starting to um, train. And I remember this day, it was an Ash Wednesday. And he had me training with a class one guy. I cleared the height that a class one guy was clearing at 13 years old. But guess what? I went over the bar. Uh, next time I attempted, I went over the bar. I cleared it. But guess what? My knee met my forehead. And uh, you won't be able to see it now, but my forehead had a hole in it, like a pothole. It was sunk right in. I end up Basically, I did not understand back then, but now I'm a nurse, so I understand. I went black, I blacked up, and I went to Kingston, end up in the ICU, basically, in Kingston. So they have to transfer me from St. Elizabeth straight to Kingston. Mm -hmm. And I just want to say that it's only God that have saved me. And, and through then, it's been a journey. And as I've said, I've looked death in the eyes more than once. So I know you guys, your story, your inspiration, you guys are operating with a higher power with you guys. And I just welcome the opportunity to have you guys here you know, on the platform. June 28, my wife would have shared your story at about 1019 on her Facebook page because it was so much inspirational to her also, you know, in terms of the journey. And little did we know that we'd get to actually sit in front of a computer and be able to exchange in a world like this, you know, virtual and i'm just gonna thank god for this opportunity and i just want to welcome you guys to the platform and welcome all of our viewers from around the world and i know this is going to be touching but you guys been touching lives all over the world please oh. have thank, thank you, you. <laughs> all right so guys welcome to the program again i just want to get into the first thing i want to do is i want to start the program off with a little clipping of the 
one of your la your latest track that was published. Um, we're just so excited, so we want to play. We're going to play about uh, ninety seconds of it, so we okay. could just get a little preview of what uh, what to come. Okay. that we've had together built a love that will last forever you will see that to get through the weather it ain't easy to have what we have made a vow that we would never ever break the bond that we will stay rich or poor Our love's a treasure It ain't easy to have What do we have? Do the good and the bad So that song pretty much explained you guys' whole story, um, you know, that part of the song. So so first, welcome to the show. So we're going to start off today, Siobhan. We just want to get a little history about you. A lot of people read about your story. A lot of people heard about your story. I am fortunate enough to able to compete <laughs> with you, um, you know, um, at, at different track meets all over the world. So um, yes. I look back at the 2005 Central American Caribbean Games um, yeah. that we both was representing Jamaica at that same same track meet. So I am just so happy to, Abra, from a track and field standpoint, and um, just, just to see your journey to be able to talk with you today. So we just want to get a little background information. We're not going to go, we're going to move pretty fast through this, but can you just tell us a little bit about um, when did you start running and where were you? Um, and that would be apparently your first trip from uh, moving to the United States. Well, yes, no, I started um, running when I was in high school and uh, I actually started running the 400 meters, which placed me um, number three in New York State amongst, um, you know, the high schoolers. So at that time, I realized, okay, I'm pretty fast. I'm pretty fast. But it was the next year after that where my coach tried to put 10 hurdles in my way so that I could jump them. And I was like, wait a minute. I thought I was doing just fine with just the 400. But I, I started running the 400 hurdles and became – two-time New York State champion in the 400 hurdles and was recruited to University of South Carolina, where as a collegiate athlete, I ran one of the top five uh, 400 times in collegiate history when I was actually in college. And then from there, I was a junior, and that's when the, the Olympics came around. 
and I said, okay, this is my chance and my opportunity to make my first Olympic Games, which was always a goal for me since I was pretty much in ninth grade. And um, so I went down to Jamaica. That was a choice. You know, I was born in Jamaica. Both parents are Jamaican. And even though I lived in New York, you know, our culture, everything just was still embedded in me and coming back and forth to Jamaica every opportunity we got. So it wasn't really a question of who I was going to compete for. So, you know, went down to Jamaica in my first Olympic Games 2004, which it was my first team that I actually tried out for, for Jamaica. And, um, you know, I was competing against one of the best, you know, Jamaica track and field. We have the, some of the best athletes in the world, pretty much. So I knew that that team wasn't going to be easy for me to make, but it was a goal that I always had. And, um, you know, nothing got in the way of that, uh, of me achieving that goal because I did. <laughs> and, All right. Um, All right. You know, um, from there, my career pretty much started because I was still in college at that time. And then the following year um, was my senior year at South Carolina. And from there, that's when I ran the fifth fastest time collegiate history. I signed my um, professional contract and got on the circuit. And that's when I met you. <laughs> oh, man. Awesome. Awesome. So, guys, our career started back from high school to transition to the University of South Carolina where she was an excellent student athlete. She went on to make the Olympic team while she was in college. So um, obviously <laughs> that tells you that she was running like Olympic times, you know, and real good times while she was in college to be able to um, to make her first Olympics. So how old were you when you made your first Olympics? I Remember. probably was about 20, 19 or 20 years, 20 oh, years ago. Wow, wow. So yeah, so for all the, the youngsters that's watching, she <laughs> made her first Olympics. She was 19, 20, um, <laughs> somewhere around that age. So just to tell you that you can accomplish your dream at any age. I know that um, when I made the first Olympics, I was just out of college. I was actually like 24. I count on my fingers. I'm like, okay, 24. 28, 32. I said I got three Olympics, you know, because yeah. at the time we were just doing it at the age. Most people was running till about 34 years old. Yeah. So that was my what I have in my head. Unfortunately, um, I didn't take the first Olympics as serious as I should have because mm -hmm. I thought that I have many more. So mm -hmm. guess what? I never qualify for any other more, any more Olympics. Okay. <laughs> and okay. It, it's pretty much was because of every time Olympic year comes around, that's the year that my performance went down a little. Uh -huh. And then after the Olympics, I came back strong. Yeah. You know, I yeah. made many world championship team, but, you know, unfortunately for the Olympics. So just want to well, say. One. You made yeah, one, right? Yeah, 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 hey, yeah, that's, yeah. That's not an easy task. Yeah, yeah. So... I am most proud of the fact that I'm Olympian. Now I realize I'm Olympian for life. I was in the Sydney, Australia Olympics, um, which, which was a great experience, yeah. not in terms of performance, but it's something that I got to live with. Every time I talk about my Olympic experience, I always have to go back and say, well, I wish I've done a little better, you know, um, you yeah. know. but you live with those things. Jamie could definitely, um, talk a little bit about um, his Olympics because 
again, to go to the Olympics, I would wonder what would it like to, to finish fourth or eighth, you know. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I think, like, fourth place is, is, is a very difficult and heartbreaking um, spot, you know, just for us as competitors. Um, overall, we all know that just qualifying for the Olympics is a great accomplishment. But we know that, you know, when, when you know that there's only three medals and it was one spread out medal, um, can you explain a little bit about that, Jamie? Just a little bit what, what, what I mean, you know, and it could be, um, you might not be like me, you know, it might be um, looking at it from, you know what, that's the position I finished and I'm happy for it, or, uh, or it was a bittersweet moment. Well, but one, you, you asked about the age you made the Olympic Games, but Jamie made his first Olympic Games at 27. Wow. <laughs> well, see, we're learning something right now that, um, you know, that you can, you know, accomplish things at any age. You know, you can't put an age onto your accomplishment because um, we already know that um, opportunity comes around for different ways and different reasons. So the opportunity might have been different. I know people to this day, if the Olympics was another year, they could have been an Olympic champion. You know, um, you know, and, um, you know, so Jamie definitely, as I said, um, that's definitely um, a big applause for you, Jamie. 27. So I'm assuming that, um, you know, you have got a lot left in you, um, you know, in terms of, um, you know, your your career. So how long was your professional career, Jamie? Well, uh, the first question about the fourth place, um, yeah. it was very bittersweet for me at the time. Uh, looking back. It took me some time. I saw sports psychologists for a long time, and they helped me to realize that that day, um, even though I got fourth place, uh, I still won because I jumped the personal best, which was 234, seven feet, eight inches. And uh, actually, second, third, and fourth, we all jumped the same height. Yeah. But they just happened to make it on their first attempt, and I did it on my second attempt. So it was very bittersweet for me for a long time. But uh, as I got older, I started to realize, you know, actually that day, actually won because there was no better that I could do. You know, it was the best performance I ever had in my life. And, you know, 1% uh, of uh, Americans or less than 1% of Americans make Olympic teams, less than 1% of Olympians do a personal best at the Olympic Games. And I was fortunate to do both, you know, even with all that, even to still get fourth was bittersweet. But like I said, at the end of the day, now that I look back on it, I know that I, I won that day. I gave my all. And then what was your second question? Well, um, answering oh, the age, and then yeah, making the team at 27 years old for the United States, the average age of an Olympian was 29 years old. Um, so for me to make the team at 27, I felt like I was right in my prime and ready to go, you know, to go get that medal. And then uh, and I, tried, I tried out for a couple of teams before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my first uh, Olympic team I tried for was 2000. I missed out on that one. That was I got fifth place at the Olympic trials. And then, oh. um, yeah, and then four years later in 04 was my first Olympic team that I made and then missed out in 08 and then came back in 2012 and made another Olympic team at 35 years old. So, you know, you're never too old, you know, uh, in, in sports. You, you know, if you still have that will and that drive and you still want to go after it and you keep God first, I think, you know, anything is possible. All right. Well said, Jamie. So definitely, guys, uh, we're looking at the 2004 Olympics. That was Jamie. Then we move on to 2008 Olympics. 
Richard Chabot, that, that could explain. Um, that was um, her second Olympics. So yes. Jamie, she she she's a she was ahead of you uh, <laughs> in terms of um, you know, <laughs> make it to the Olympics. And um, you know, so uh, I know that. In, I don't know um, how. What was your place for the two thousand eight Olympics? Uh, my place. Uh, actually, I was pushing back to Jamie. I'm, I have oh, a Jamie, question okay. for you, but yeah. Oh, his, yeah, his. Well, I had a, a kind of a controversial story in two thousand and eight. Uh, oh. That year. Uh, the United States decided that they would not allow an athlete to chase the Olympic standard. And so, yeah. you know, to make the Olympic team, you got to place in the top three, and then you also have to have the Olympic A standard. Well, they, they didn't send that message out until the beginning of June, which our Olympic trials were in July. So I had really no time to really go after the Olympic standard if I didn't have it all, which I didn't have it already at that point in time. So I went to the Olympic trials and I got second. And then literally I went to a meet in Europe six days later after I jumped and got second at the trials and jumped the Olympic A standard. And so I went into wow. an arbitration uh, to fight my case to try to make the Olympic team. Wow. And uh, I ended up not, they're not allowing me to be on the team. Yeah, but wow. everybody else in the world had the opportunity. But everybody else had, the, yeah, had an opportunity yeah. to chase Whoa. the standard all the way to like the end of July. Yeah. And wow. Yeah. So it, it was kind of another bittersweet moment. But, you know, throughout my career, there's there was a lot of, ups and downs sometimes it was more downs than ups but it was those up times that made everything worth it you know yeah 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 awesome awesome so before we get to Cheval back to talk about her olympic experience um ian there's anything you like to ask the family well really <laughs> not ask you know just just as they talk you know they, their life is just an inspiration to all of us you know who, who is basically watching those who have been following um, the, the couple for a while, you know, it would just be an inspiration. And for me, I am a late follower, but I just want to say something, Jamie and Siobhan, you guys' story, let me cry, you know, and if you guys would allow me to play just one little minute line of a song, every time I play this song lately, I've been crying, you know, oh. I, it was tears, and, and you you recognize the song. I'm just going to play it for a little bit, and I'm going to say something else, okay? Okay. So, just give me one second here. And this is Jamie to you. I'm Shevon. This is what we want to do. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we 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 uh we played this at our wedding. Thank you. 
Like a very touching song right here, Ian. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I know we're taking some nice, nice time to meditate on this this song. This songs, this songs resonate with both of you. I could see, as I said, as Siobhan could say, this was their wedding song. Um, um, I I did not know, and Ian, uh, for some reason, this song is is it meant to meant a lot to him. So, yeah. um, my um, you know. Just you know, use use this as an encouragement, whatever it may do to you, and and whatever um, inspiration, you know. I just want to say, um, you know, um, stay strong and just you know continue to to do it. So until Ian get it get get back to self regroup a little bit, um, I know he got a question um, that that is that that he has. He has plenty of questions, but I just want to get into a little bit about. Just to know you guys a little bit more, and you know, so my first question that I like to to find out, I want to find out about um, <laughs> Jamie. If you were supposed to play another sport other than track and field, what would that be? <laughs> uh, probably basketball. I played basketball okay, for a long okay. time. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Savon, we're going to move into a question. So. Whenever you're on the track and you're competing and you have, and you have a good performance, mm -hmm. how tell me about what do how do you feel when you have a good performance? <laughs> well, I mean, whenever I have a good performance, I feel really good. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm excited. You know, we work really good, really hard as athletes, and and with the 400 hurdle, it takes a lot of time, and there's a lot of things that go into running a good 400 hurdle race. So when you're able to get on the track and, you know, put down a good time, it's like you're very, you're very happy, but it only pushes you further because we know our goals and everything that we set forward to. So anytime I run a great race, you know, I look at that and I'm super happy and um, and I always review that race because I know that I got another race to go. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. Cause it's always good to know, you know, whenever you have a good performance, you know, what do you do? I know for me, I like to like spend some quiet time by myself and yeah. kind of rerun the race in my head. Right, and just right. enjoy it. I'm like, wow. Um, you know, I remember when I hit the herders up there, <laughs> but you know, I came around the track and I was still in there. So right. yeah, that yeah, yeah. So that was good to know. Okay, yeah. Ian, I'll put you back. Um for you to um, continue. <laughs> All right. So Jamie, um, you know, Siobhan, sorry, I let Ian, I let Ian throw most of the question to you, but you know, I'm bringing Jamie into this because oh, no. No worries. I, I would feel- I would feel, grab my charger really quick. <laughs> yeah. So Jamie, I can resonate with your story, man. And, and that's why most of my question is going to be coming towards you. Because, you know, I, I have a wonderful wife, man. I have a wife that stand by me through thick and thin, you know. Right. If, 
even when you know I know the odds was against us in terms of making it together. You may not know, but our story is that we've been together for over 20 plus years. And the doctor would have told us that we would never be able to have children together. Uh, I know. I, I, I remember those days. And, you know, God, God has still given us a, 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 a Bible verse. Habakkuk 2, verse 2 and 3, basically. Okay. The vision, you should write it down, make it plain. And even though it tarries, wait upon it. And we have just lived by that, by waiting upon God. You know, And I'm just looking on your relationship with Chevron and where you guys are coming from. I can tell you, you have found yourself a wonderful woman. And yeah. God would have yeah, and God would have it that He would have given you guys um I give you a lady that is able to go through challenges. You know? You know, Jay? Yeah. Yeah, so God had allowed you to find a woman. Who said, you know, she has faced a lot of challenge, and it's probably a good thing. Cause then, you know, the life that I, I, I listen and I see, even the little little time, I see what the journey that you guys been on. If you guys weren't able to overcome the challenge of life, you guys probably would not be here right now talking to us. You know? And, and I just want you to, to, to just embrace um, Shevan as your significant other your wife, your lover, your friend. Just say something about her, because I know if I'm supposed to talk about my wife, man, the whole audience here will go into tears. So just say something to us about her. <laughs> so you want me to talk about my wife so I can make the whole audience go into tears, then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Another day you could turn the table on me, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, my wife, she's beautiful. I feel so fortunate and blessed to be able to have her in my life. I mean, like you said, it's not very often that there's people that will stick by you through the good and the bad, you know, and she's been there every step of the way, which has been amazing. And so it, it overjoys my heart to know that I have someone on my side and, and standing right next to me going through the great things in life and, and that we can experience this life together. I'm so happy. I feel so blessed to be able to have her in my life. And, um, you know, I, I hope, you know, people out there are able to find someone and Thank, thank you, man. Thank you. You know, I, I, I feel, I feel, I feel the passion, the love there. And I, I tell you, you know, just keep on doing what you guys been doing, man. Together, you know, you guys are in it for the long haul. And I, 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 I listen to the music, and I, 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 even with American Got Talent, I was able to take in that interview, and I, and I, and I, and I, 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 I listen to your words, you know. I, I see the joy that you have. Not that I'm taking you away from the track and field, because I let Ian deal with that part of it, you know? And <laughs> you guys did it. But I just see that passion and the zeal, even when, you know, she came through. And you like, you know, you just want to walk through life with her. And, yeah. and with that, you know, even for the wedding, I see where you would have, you have to put excess in to walk down that aisle for her. That simple mean. Yeah. This woman is able to bring out the best in you. You know, you are willing to go the extra mile to make yeah, her yeah. happy. Because, you know, I, 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 I just yeah, feel this. Yeah. People will not understand what I'm feeling, but I could almost tell what you have going on there, man. That, you know, it's give you the drive. So even after high jump and jumping, you are still lifting that bar to another level, man. And, and it's, it's really that inspiration. 
for people who are watching now. Because, you know, when they learn about the latter part and your injury, they're going to say, man, you know, because I, 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 I hear that part when you said, you know, you, you were basically feeling sorry that you were the one now being responsible for yeah. Shevan to pack it up then to just be with you. To, it's her dream. And she was willing to throw that dream in because yeah. of you. I remember that, and why I, I can really associate with you guys is that I remember even my wife being here in America. It was challenging for me to get over. And she yeah. was like, she's working. And the company said, like, you can't take time out. She turned in that job, man. I said, guess what? I got to go see my husband. I don't care if I have a job tomorrow, yes or no. I'm going to Jamaica. You know, right. so it, it, it's relationship where you, you're willing to put things on the line. You know, sacrifice. And I, I, guys, I just, I just love your journey, man. And, and, and I know even for the America Got Talent, Shevon, you got this. Trust no. me. So this. So, All right, guys. Thank you. So Thank yes, you. all right, guys. So yes, then we're gonna get back into a little bit um uh in the track and field segment of the of the of the show. So Siobhan, you qualify for the 2000 Olympics, the 2008 Olympics. Um, so during that whole journey, training every morning, what were your drive for you to get up out of bed? What were you trying to accomplish? Like just training to get up in the morning. What gets you up out of bed in the morning? Bring us back to when you was training for the Olympics. Tell us where were you training and, and uh, at the time for the 2008 Olympics. Well, you know, every Olympics is, uh, you know, is four years apart. So when I made my first Olympic Games, I was a junior in college. And then I moved out to California and I was training out here in California. And I, I switched coaches. And as an athlete, when you move from college to professional, you know, it's really important that you transition well and get the right coaching for you. You know, there's a lot of things that go into place when it comes to an athlete and what kind of athlete you are and what kind of training that it is that you need. And for the 2008 Olympic Games, um, I did make a switch in the coaching that I did have because I knew that the games were coming up and I knew that there were just certain things that I felt like I needed so I made that switch and I switched, um, uh, Larry Wade was my coach at that time. And, uh, you know, it was going for my second games now. So I, once you make that first Olympic games, there was just something that made you feel that, you know, there's nothing that I can't do because you know how hard it is to just achieve that and make that, um, make that achievement. So for me making that team, made me feel like which was amazing and my the first major dream that I ever accomplished it definitely made me feel that I could I could do anything if I put my mind to it so just going into 2008 Olympic Games you know going back down to Jamaica once again you know battling for that top three spot I mean I was just very I, I was just very focused and just making sure that I made that team that year was a great year for me because i was ranked in the top 10 in the world with 400 hurdles coming into our trials so um i felt very good with the training that i had and um once again i was able to pull off you know making that team and yeah. you're always just super super focused on what you're doing it's really funny because when I look back at my videos with um, Jamie as we took videos when I'm practicing or at track meets, 
I would tell him, wow, I was so intense <laughs> because you're so focused on, you know, as an athlete on your your um, sport and what you're doing and sleeping and resting and making sure yeah. that you're ready for that one goal, you know, which is make your Olympic team and run the fastest that you can. So um, definitely was very focused throughout my career, you know, making those teams, representing Jamaica you know, the best way you can, okay. you know, so, um, you know, which led me to making my second games. All right. So that's every awesome. Game, yeah. Every games was hard, though. So even though you make the first one, as you know, at four years from now, it's always a different game. You're always in a different place. So it was just as challenging, I feel, to make the second one as it was the first. Yeah. Well, I got to give it to you. You know how to make the team. Um, you know, you seem like you got that, um, you got that thing that could say, look, this is Olympics, it's not missing me. And I know once you get that experience that one time, you want to live that experience again. Yes. So my following question that I have for you in regarding to your professional career running, yes. what was your favorite meet and your favorite country to be in? You could answer that. Jamie, think about that because I want to hear that from you too. Um, you know, where, 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 where can you remember that you uh, like to go or that you just have a great feeling that you're going to do well and, you yeah. know. Well, my favorite um, track meet was always to race in Rome. So okay. Rome was one of my favorites. Uh, it was one of my favorites because, you know, we had, they had all the statues around the track and the track was really nice. It was huge. And I, I love to uh, run in big stadiums <laughs> and we always ran at nighttime so that the lights shine down on the stadium. So Rome was definitely one of my favorite places to compete. And I always ran really fast in Rome. Okay. <laughs> Can we say that Rome is your, is that your favorite country? It could not, uh, it possibly could not be. No, like, it, it, well, that's my favorite country to compete. Okay, okay. but you know, um, that's my favorite com uh, country that I've competed in, I would definitely say. And we've competed all around the world. So okay. I do love going to Rome. Yeah. All right, Jamie, we know that you you pretty much was all over the European circuit in Asia. I mean, you know, in, in Australia. Tell us the best that you could remember. I know if, if it's, if it's, I give you permission to give me three, because you know, you might, <laughs> you might not want to call out just one. <laughs> so feel free to, to add a couple more. <laughs> okay, yeah, uh, well, I hadn't been to Australia. That was one of the places that I never got a chance to go but wanted to go. Ah. But, um, but my favorite place to compete was uh, Monaco. I always loved ah. going there. The, the the city, the atmosphere, everything was always great. They had a good track and great fans. So I love competing in Monaco. And I did uh, love going to Jamaica as well because they always had great food. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My favorite food right there. <laughs> well, yeah. that's, that's really good to hear. Um, you know, Monaco, I have the privilege to compete in Monaco. And uh, obviously, um, anybody that knows about track and field, that knows that when they go to Monaco, they're going to be the best scenery, the best of the best um, in terms of accommodation. So it's a great place to run. Um, you know, obviously, um, because Monaco only hosts one meet, 
I probably would have to choose another country. Um, you know that. <laughs> you know, for, you know, for me, I'm I'm always a a, a Swiss guy. You know, I like going to Switzerland. Um, you know, because of the the atmosphere, and I got plenty of opportunity to go to Switzerland. Of course, I like it in Asia also, because yeah. of um, you know, I look forward to go to Japan every year. You know, because of um, I like the accommodation, I like the hospitality, I like the discipline of 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 of, of um, the thing. So, Jamie, what what type of food you like to eat in Jamaica? Is it chicken, fish, or oxtail? Well, <laughs> well, recently it's oxtail because uh, I had somebody who made it really, really good. I've never had it before, and I was like, "Yo, this is amazing!" Uh, but yeah, love the oxtail. Uh, love jerk the ackee and shop, sawfish, uh, jerk chicken. Um, breakfast is always great. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, those are I, your two favorites. Those are my two favorites. Though jerk chicken and, and uh, oxtail are my two favorites. <laughs> okay. All right, Jamie. So again, um, knowing that, um, as I said, my my my, a lot of my question is just going to be because uh, I see you. I know you have overcome, um, you know, a, a lot. But for me, I just see you as Jamie, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, and I just want to talk to you, just want to talk to you regular, like they're, they're you know, just like uh, I knew you before, you know, so I, I will ask you questions that, you know, I just interact with you, you know, just from an athletic standpoint, just to talk about some of the memories, some of the good things, some of the fun things that you enjoy doing the track and field career. So, you know, so one of my other questions for you, when you was in the Olympics, what was it like? What was your, like your pre-race? Um, do you have any pre-race uh, thing that you're going through or race day? How do you prepare for um, your big event the night before? Oh, the night before? I just uh, usually try to stay low key as, as much as possible. Not a lot of movement, not a lot of energy to anything. I'll probably just sit in the room and just, uh, well, that day, I'll probably get an ice bath, maybe a light massage, uh, and then pretty much just stay in the room and go eat. That's it. I, I watch movies in my room. That's it. I just, as low maintenance as possible. Okay. So, guys, so, Jamie, Jamie, as most track and field athlete does, we, we try to get a lot of rest. We try to stay off our leg, and we just try to rest as much as possible so we could have as much energy, you know, pretty much, you know, sleep, you know, take naps and, and do things, you know, um, you know, I know a lot of people, do you, do you, are you, did you have any superstitious thing that you do, Jamie? Do you have any special socks or any <laughs> special undershirt that you wear or any special um, thing that, that you just want to share with us? No, uh, I, you know, early <laughs> in my career, I tried to make sure that I never did that because then you were always kind of dependent on that, you know what I mean? So if you got these lucky socks, what happened four years later and you got this big hole in your sock and you're not trying to keep and your feet are all smelly and stuff. You don't want to do all that. So. <laughs> well, yeah. I know for me, it comes down to the spikes. I just got like a certain spikes that I really like, <laughs> you yeah. know, and uh, if the spikes was discontinued or not, you know, I would try to go and get that on East Bay or something. Cause I yeah, said, yeah. I, I like those, Yellow spikes, um, you know, um, you know, but every year they come out with a newer version of, yeah. of um, you know, the spikes and then they discontinue the other version. So, you know, right. I, I was a little superstitious when it comes down to like, you know, 
certain spikes that they used to make and you know they don't make it anymore so it's always good to know that do you have any supers what about you siobhan uh what any rituals um and a secret they used to make these olympic teams i just pray <laughs> i pray yeah. All right. I, all right. I, I, I pray and just stay really focused. That's my, my superstition. I make sure I do that all the time. <laughs> all right. Well, I know for sure that let's talk about um, I know you pray. Um, yeah. What about the music now? Because we know that, um, you know, you've been into music, um, you know, for many years. And, you know, so describe um, your passion for music and your passion for <laughs> athletics. Can you can you like tell us differently? How do you, and which one, do you love one more than another? <laughs> well, um, music was my first love. I started um, singing when I was eight years old. I wanted to be, you know, just like Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey, Tony Braxton. I started taking voice lessons at that age and I also wrote my first song at nine. So I always felt that that was what I was going to do until I joined high school and realized that I had another talent. But when I was in high school, I was singing, I was singing at weddings and, you know, going around um, talent shows, looking for a record deal. And then it became a time when I was going to college and I had to choose which, you know, I choose my education and, and went on to college. But music has always been in my heart. So um, when it comes, compares to both of them, as far <laughs> as which one I love more, you know, I always knew that I couldn't run fast forever. <laughs> so I knew I had to use this talent that I, I received right now. And I would have my voice and God willing, I'd be able to use that and share my music with the world. So, but, um, you know, track, track gives you a lot more pain in a, you know, just the workouts and you're just super focused. Music, I, I don't really miss all of the workouts, <laughs> you know, but um, but I music is my first love. Oh. And um, I really love doing my music. And but I, I love doing um, track and feel as well, because track and feel is different. It pushes you mentally and physically. And I do believe because of track and feel, the ups, the downs, the obedience everything that it takes to you know last in the game track and field so that you can compete and you know you can get hurt you can do a lot of things that you know help to shape your mind and the person you are so i'm very happy with um you know being able to have that opportunity to take my track and field to the highest that i possibly could and i definitely believe that it helped me to be the person that i am today and now on the music side, it's just a, a completely different side of, of that. Okay. So guys, you hear it. Our passion started at age eight. And our first passion, for those that didn't know, it was music. You know, it was music. I, I, you know, she wasn't running um, around <laughs> the block, um, you know, in New York. You know, she was, you know, she wanted to sing. And, um, you know, so thank God for a support of her parents that, that said, look, I'm going to definitely, um, you know, put you on that pedestal to continue to, to start singing. So you was pretty smart to come, um, the way that you focus on your track career. And then you know that, look, I could go back to music afterward. 
So that was that was very good. So in terms of your track and field career, being an athlete, yeah. how would you say being an athlete make you a better person? Oh, because, you know, as an athlete, you know, mentally we have good races and bad races. It's just like, you know, in life you have good days, you have bad days, you go to work, you have to deal with a lot of things, you know, as an athlete. You know, you have to train hard. You have to be really obedient. You have to eat well. You know, you have to show up. You can't be late. You know, there's so many things that you have to focus on to make you the best that you can be. You also have to believe in yourself that you can actually achieve the the goals that you set for yourself. And, you know, just as a person, I think, um, you know, sometimes people have a hard time believing in themselves because there's so many people that tell you that you can't, you can't do something. And, you know, being an athlete, you're looking at, okay, I want to be a gold medalist. I want to be the best in the world. And it's just like, there's only one person that's going to stand on that podium, you know, but yeah. so you have to have something in that, a belief in you that says that that's going to be me. And, and you have to believe that the whole way through, because if you don't, you know, if I said that, I would like to make the Olympic Games. I probably wouldn't have made it, but I said I am going to make it. So that's a difference between, and I did. So I definitely believe that the ups and downs, the wins, all everything that, you know, I had to go through in, as an athlete translates to also what I do as um, with music or anything else I decide to, you know, do in my life because I know what it takes to achieve something as far as, the dedication and the hard work and everything that goes along with it. So I definitely believe that me being an athlete has made me a better person. Okay. Well, guys, as, as, she's, as she just said, her athlete, the, the ups and downs of being a, um, a hurdler um, around the track and an athlete, you know, that, that makes her being a better person. Because obviously in life, we know that we're going to have different challenges. We're going to have ups and downs. And uh, it's important to know. Look, I remember when, um, you know, I've been through a, a situation where things didn't go according to plan. And I bounced back. You know, um, I run a bad race. You know, I run another bad race. And then I run my personal best. <laughs> you know, you know those moments um, in life as an athlete, you know, if we all transition that part of our athletic career to our you know professional life afterwards i believe with all my heart that you know you will be successful in, in most of the things that you're doing so yeah. you know so that's really awesome to hear i'm awesome for the young listeners uh, even for all the listeners out there just to hear about um you know that ups and down in life challenges you know um we all go through those and the, the way we deal with it is gonna what gonna make you um, you know um, stand out and sustain you know yourself. So this this I'm another question. This might be a tricky one, and Jamie could answer first. Jamie, who is more competitive uh, on the track between you, Siobhan? Uh. <laughs> okay, 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 awesome. Um, so, Siobhan, how competitive, how, com how competitive do you think you 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 are compared to you know? Can you just give us an instance where you might like, man, um, this didn't work out, and I just like I determined to say, look, I'm going, you know, can you share some um a little experience with us if you can? Uh, well, I mean, I I'm pretty competitive, I would have to say. Um, 
it really doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> um, you know, um, I'm always up for the challenge. Um, I'm always up for the challenge. So, um, you know, okay. you know, especially it, it, it probably doesn't really matter what it is. <laughs> but I'm, 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 I'm definitely a competitive. And as a 400 hurdler, you know, as, as you know, we train so hard. <laughs> So it almost makes you feel like, oh, okay, I got this. You know, what what is it that I can't do? Because, you know, we've trained so hard. So definitely, I think um, you have to be yeah. very tough. So I, I think it helps with that competitive edge. And, and then Jamie, he's a high jumper. So yeah. I'm not sure if you guys know, but different event groups have different personalities. Oh, okay, and, okay, okay. And, and high jumpers. I think, you know, because they they comp they don't have to stand up in the lanes next to other athletes and go at the yeah. same time. It, it, it probably takes away some of that competitive edge, you know. Yeah. So so Jamie's Jamie's like the nicest athlete yeah. I've ever met. He's just <laughs> really, I with myself. Yeah, yeah. I compete with myself all the time. So. Yeah. yeah. Versus, you know, a 400 hundred is like, no, yeah. I don't got time. I got to go around but, this track and right. go over 10 hurdles. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's always funny to see the field event guys and uh, the track guys, you know, just being on the circuit competing when it comes down to rooming, different things. You find that um, the field event guys, they'll room together. <laughs> you know, um, you know they, they eat together, they sleep, they talk about everything. I, you know, and then a lot of the sprinters, they kind of don't want to room together right. <laughs> you know, because of uh, they just probably, you know, everybody, you know, their preparation is different and nobody wants the other person to gain any advantage yeah. um, of what you might be going through, you know, because we all know that track and field is mental also yeah. you know, and physical. So sometimes the mental aspect of it, um, I could see, Depend on the person. Now, everybody's different, um, you know, because I have the option to room with another 400 hurdler and then somebody that I probably don't know, I've never seen. Sometimes I will lean, I will say, look, I'll rather take my chances here um, you know, <laughs> room with a, um, another competitor because right. I know realistically the race doesn't win the night before. <laughs> Or you know, or four hours before you know, uh, right. literally, right? So that's the difference, even to to relate to Usain Bolt, uh, that he get in a certain mind frame at a certain time before the race. So he's not here sitting thinking about running the race in his head a hundred times. You know, right. um, he get in a in a certain zone at a certain time, and he knows what works for him because he know that look, I could switch it like that. Well. I know for me, I couldn't do that. <laughs> you know, um, we run herders, and I really believe that the 400 herders is one of the toughest events in track and field. And I know I would get some backlash for a couple of, <laughs> couple of the 3,000 staple chase guys still, you know, um, believe that nah. their event is tougher. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> but we all know that the speed that we're going, yeah. that alone, tells you that um, speed is more dangerous than distance. <laughs> yes, it's definitely so, hard to achieve speed. Right, you know, so we're, we're competing at, um, you know, with obstacles in front of us and running at a full speed. So 
I always admire all 400 hurdlers. I got a separate respect to say, look, I know what it takes. It takes a, a special person that have a lot of um, um, endurance and strength and speed. You got to be a well-rounded athlete in terms of um, getting ready for the 400 hurdles. So I definitely understand um, that we, you know, I'm going to be a little biased to say the 400 hurdles is the toughest race on the track. And, um, you know, I believe that with that 400 hurdle mentality you have, I, I know with all my heart that that's, that's going to also, you know, transition over into your life, um, your, your regular personal life. Um, so, so with all the competitiveness, I'm assuming that who's the early riser? Is it Siobhan? She's most competitive. She, she rise first, Jamie? Nah, we actually get up around the same time. <laughs> Neither one of us get up early. <laughs> all right. All right, guys. That's good to know. All right, so as you're moving along, good. Um, I might have one or two questions for you, and I'll wrap it up. But I'm gonna turn it over to Ian and see what else you want to have to share with you um, going forward. Going in. All right, guys. Um, just sitting and listening. Um, your life story, and from the little that I've gained, just in the last day or two, that I would realize that I would be coming on. You know, having the privilege to really sit and talk to you guys. You know, what I've learned over this period is. The word courage, and I can see it, you know, courage. And and if I could go back to like a quote from um, Churchill, you know, courage basically is what it takes. And I'm telling you, this is, this is what it takes. And I'm going to dig deep into this one, right? Courage is what it takes to stand up and speak. And I'm talking because of me, because I was a shy person. That's why I went over it so much. Courage is what it takes to stand up and speak. It's also what it takes to sit down and listen. Courage is the ability to move from failure to from failure to failure without losing enthusiasm. Just listen to those words and watching your life. I just want to ask you guys, both of you guys, where do you guys go for inspiration? And I know every journey, there's hurdles, there's challenges. But where do you guys go when you meet tough times? Because you know, there's no life journey that is easy. Because with my life, I can share this. Because I know we've been through serious challenges you know, as a couple. So I say, where do you guys go for inspiration? And what I mean is when you reach a point where you're in your, your bedroom, you're locked up, and you're crying. It could be in the car and you're just crying. You hit those hurdles are those barriers where you just seem so challenging, like you don't even know what to do yourself. Where do you guys go for inspiration in such time? Well, uh, first place I go is always God. So that's the first thing I'm going to do is pray, you know, and then help that, uh, pray that I get back on track or get to where I want to get to. And more than anything that his will is done, you know, uh, that's, that's the only place I go. And that's all the inspiration I need. Yeah, um, same here. You know, I think it's really important for us to always keep God first and, and not wait till bad times come. You know, that we keep him first in everything that we do so that when those challenging times come, he'll continue to be with us and, and, and bring us through those moments. And sometimes those moments might get 
more challenging than you feel that you can do. But you have to know that, you know, God is where your source of your strength. And when you can't do anymore, you just have to be still and let God, you know, do what he does because it is according to his will. Yeah, guys, that's an answer that resonates with me. And that's the only reason why we're able to make it to where we are today. And I know that's the same reason why both of you guys are sitting where you are sitting today in the companion of each other, you know, being able to reach over and hug each other, hold each other. And I tell you, when you find a couple like you guys, where each of you guys, if I listen, you're pulling from different areas in terms of struggles, you know, you're on the field, you're running, you're hurling. Whereas Jamie, he's, you know, like a field event. He's still moving in terms of challenges in that the bar is being raised every time he goes up to that bar. It's being raised. For you, Shevan, it's her has been put in your way. And you're saying that in the beginning, you're running. Why did they have to put these there? Nothing's right. going pretty good. Right. Then, here, here come these hurdles. And I'm just saying it to the, to the public out there. That's where you guys really inspire me. Because I know you guys would have to dig deep to be going through what you're going through and still be together in this journey. And I'll say this to you guys. I, I've seen, you know, I, I know the story, but I've seen where even my wife and I, we could be in a part because people will say things sometimes. I know, Siobhan, it would have been a challenge because and I, I hear it from Jamie. He felt sad about the fact when you got to just cut back in terms of your Olympic dream just to be with him, you know, those challenges. But I know people would have said probably somewhere to you that you sure you're making the right decision here? You know, right. you're willing to give up your, your dream. You've been training so hard. I listen to you, put a lot into it. But you're now willing to give up this dream for this guy here. Do you love him that much? You know, some people tell you, guess what? You have a whole life ahead of you. Guess what? Go for your goal. For your dream, but Chevron, you basically you have put everything on the line. You have stopped all of that. You, it didn't matter about your success or anything. It just mattered about your personality and the person you love. You're willing to put it all on the line for him. I tell you, that's a story in itself that will resonate deep within me. And I tell you, this is what is resonating deep within the world. It's not the track and field that you have done. It's, it's not the hurdles that you have overcome out there on the, on the field. But it's the fact that you've been battling for God. You know, you guys been able, I listen to you guys, you know, it, it, it's a short time. But I realize where you go for that inspiration, you guys go to God. And that's the lesson that needs to be taken away this afternoon here. Is that, guess what? Our strength comes from God. And without him, we can't do anything. Right. You know, and I realize you guys, you live your life and your journey to God, who basically have been doing everything. Because I know it, it's not an easy road. And so you could tell us about that, um, Shevan. Did, did, did this ever come to your people say, are you making the right decision here? Yes, yes. I definitely, um, I definitely got a lot of those talks and, you know, are you sure you should go to the games or... You know, you got your whole life ahead of you and different different kind of things like that. And, um, you know, I could just think if it was if it was me in that position, you know, would would 
you know, you would want someone to walk away from you. Yeah. You know, you would want someone to be there for you. You know, and I couldn't, I couldn't leave Jamie's side to go off and do anything else. You know, so I, I, I just couldn't do that. You know, I knew how important it was, encouragement and being there for someone to uplift their spirit, especially through what, you know, we were about to face. I knew that mentally it was going to be, it could be a very tough place. And I knew that I wanted to be there. I wanted to be there to make sure that, um, that Jamie knew that his life wasn't over at all. And yeah. yes, it was going to be um, challenging, but, you know, I say, I say that we're used to challenges and this was going to yeah. be a big one, but the mind set that we have is that point zero 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 you know percent kind of mentality that you know even though yeah you might say that his chances of walking again or doing or barely being able to eat is super low but it was a chance i know i was willing to take excellent, excellent. jamie um i'm coming back to you um you said you know you wanted to walk through life with with, with heaven you know you want to walk through that journey with seven. Could you really just explain to us what does that mean? You know, to have such a strong woman that stand by your side. I know it's not just a surface meaning. It, it's a deep meaning. Could you just tell us what that meant to, 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 for her to give up everything and be with you? I know you just want to walk through life together. Yeah, I, I mean, it meant everything to me, you know, for her to give up her dream to be able to take care of me when I got injured. Uh, like I said before, you know, you, you could only hope to have someone so special in your life, you know. And like I said, you know, hopefully everybody also gets an opportunity to find somebody like that in their life. Um, words can't express how I feel about Siobhan being there for me and, and, and giving up her dreams to be with me. Um, you know, like I said, I, I'm so happy that uh, this is the woman that I married and this is the woman that storybooks write about, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know. That's, that's the quote I said, in, uh, in, uh, but I, I truly, truly mean that in the ATT uh, video, so. Yeah, I mean, and, and Jamie's a great person too. So, you know, when you're a good person and you express love, you know, you know, hopefully in, in a relationship with someone, you know, it, it wasn't that hard for me to make that decision. You know, yeah. he was a good guy before then, a great guy, great guy now, so. Mm -hmm. So, hey, Jamie, so now yes. that we're here, you have the beautiful wife, um, you know, you are um, getting stronger and stronger every day. Right. We're just tell me in the next 10 years, five to 10 years, where do you see yourself? <laughs> and, and, <laughs> You know, uh, where do you see yourself at, at that in the next five to ten years with your bride? <laughs> oh uh, well, yeah, I, I see a, a great family, you know, and us running around and playing with our kids, you know, and, and enjoying life, you know. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Siobhan, um, what about you? Uh, the, what What do you see yourself, um, you know, uh, in your family and in your career? Um, career-wise and family-wise um, in the next five to ten years? 
Well, um, you know, definitely with a family because you know that we're about to have a baby. We're we're expecting a baby boy, and so we're definitely looking um, forward to that next stage in our life, and um, you know, and what God has in store for for our life. And that's the most important part that you know we just live our life and um, you know just spread love with the world and receiving God's grace and. You know, he's the one that orders our steps. So, you know, I definitely know that we look forward to the next five, ten years. It's going to be absolutely different from the last five to ten years because yeah, yeah. we're going to be parents yeah. <laughs> All right. as All well. Right. And um, and Jamie, you know, he's also into movies and writing and entertainment and, um, and myself as well. So, you know, we're looking forward to this new chapter in, in our lives. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So I want to ask you a little bit about what you're doing currently right now. Um, yeah. I know that you're involved in an organization um, that helping others. Trump, um, right. can you tell us a little bit about that? Oh, yes. Well, um, so right now what we're doing, we do have our foundation called Helping Others Triumph. And Triumph. that's Sorry. through my music and our camps. Anything that we do, we um, the money, like I said, if you buy my music at SiobhanMusic.com, which is a single that I have out right now, that goes towards the foundation and it helps to take care of the therapy sessions for patients with neurological issues. So that, it, you know, stems really deep with our heart just because the power of the mind and being there for people that don't have others there for them. And this process is, you know, a really long process that you have to go through if you have a brain injury or a spinal injury or anything neurological and it's really expensive so we want to make sure that you know we can help in any way that we can to help with the sessions you know pay for the therapy because there's a lot of places where you know people can get uh equipment or you know wheelchairs and stuff for free but it's the training that you actually need and those kind of services that are really expensive and a lot of people don't really get access to. So yeah, that's what our foundation does. And then along so with got, that, huh? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so that's oh, well, what Okay, well, guys, as, as she just said there, guys, if, if, if they have created a foundation to help, mm -hmm. to give back, and to also help others that, that need help. So you know, we definitely want to spread that uh, you know that information that you know that any organization that want to contact Siobhan, I mean you know they could contact her to um, SiobhanMusic.com. They could find her on Instagram. They could find her on any single platform. Um, you know she's she's really um, accessible, and um, you know I, I'm pretty sure that if you if you email her about our foundation, you, you know, you'll get an answer back, you know. So we want to wish you all the best with your foundation. We want to wish you all the best with your music. And we just want to wish you all your best with your family, um, your new family. And, you know, the, we want to wish you, like, a successful journey. And we believe, you know, um, with all my heart that, that, you know, you will continue to impact lives. You know, and continue to, to, to share the, the good message and continue the journey. And I'm pretty sure that continue to enjoy, uh, you know, yes. I know that, you know, not everybody could could get to that disposition where you guys are, you know, um, you know, some, you know, adversity sometime 
you know, we make it through and sometimes it's not easy for someone. So I want to say just enjoy the journey. I mean, you know, enjoy the journey. Um, and you're doing a great job. So continue to enjoy the journey. And, you know, because that's what life is all about. You know, um, you know, you, you continue and you just, you, you know, I believe that um, with your music, um, you know, you're going to continue to sing. And obviously, we haven't got a chance to talk about this song, but, um, you know, you wrote the song for the good and the bad. I mean, yeah. that song pretty much is going to be, you know, it's, it's like a, a national anthem now. <laughs> you know, because that's a song that could inspire anyone that's going through, you know, any form of um, challenge or uh, obstacles or just need motivation, you know, because they see the story in the song. Yeah. You know, so... Just, just, you know, so just tell us a little bit about the song, um, you know, um, how long did it take you to, to put it together? And, um, you know, are you going to do a part two of it? You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know or, or it's just going to be a, 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 we should just look up at something new coming up. Oh, well, um, you know, for that song, you know, I really wanted to write something special that represented, you know, everything that we were going through you know, everything that we were going through to write a special song um, for Jamie. So I took my time, you know, to make sure that the words were right and that I really liked it. And then when I finished it, um, you know, I sang it for Jamie and, you know, he loved it. And, you know, he said, OK, well, we got to put it out. And, um, you know, I went to record it. You know, we did the music video, which we released in November. And then I was contacted in um, January by America's Got Talent. And, and that's how I got on that show. And which was just an awesome experience um, for me just to be on that stage. And it wasn't really just about the song for me. It was getting to that stage after everything that we've been through, you know, giving up everything that I wanted that I, you know, I, I at that point when Jamie got hurt, that was the first time that I actually was like, you know, maybe I'm not going to sing, you know, then that was a, that was a goal that that was my first love. So for me to put that behind me, it was just like, you know, well, God, whatever is your will, I'll do it. It doesn't matter. You know? Um, so when he brought those words into my head and the, the songs came back, you know, I only felt that it was from him. So I said, I'm going to do that. I'm going to, you know, we put it out. To be on that stage, it was like, wow, I'm here. Yeah. You know, I'm on one of the biggest stages for talent in the world. Yeah. And and to me, that was that was just like, wow. It was just a sign wow. that all that dedication, all that hard work, it really paid off to yeah. land me on the stage. And then to sing that song, which was um, about our journey. It was really an emotional um, experience um, for us very thankful for that experience and you guys definitely gotta pay attention watch out for the show you know this season with coronavirus things are going to be a little different this season so you got to see what happens with that and then with our little baby and everything yeah. so you know there's a lot of things um that we have that's that's coming up um really exciting but like i said to be on that stage um was amazing and i just hope that you know our story um, that we're sharing with you 
and you know, we share with so many people that they around the world that's heard our story um, can just see that, you know, keep your faith, you know, like he says, enjoy every moment. And they're going to time, they're going to be times when things are going to get tough, you know, but when they get tough, you just have to do it tough. And that's yeah. no, there's no way around it. I wish I could tell you that it was easy, yeah. right? right? But, yeah. you know, we just make it easy. It's like an athlete with good form, you know, coming yeah. down the final <laughs> home stretch. You know, we make it yeah. look easy, but we know it's really hard. Yeah. <laughs> well, for me personally, I wish that, you know, you guys could just travel around the country. I mean, in one of those big tour buses and, and just share the story. This story needed to... I mean, you know, to play in many football stadium, basketball stadium, you know, it would be a joy for you, you know, to, to, to do a tour. I know that we're in some tough times right now, so we don't know when those times are going to come back, but you're, 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 you know, better days are ahead. Um, I know you already feel um, um, great about your performance in American Got Talent, but I believe that um, bigger stuff is in store for you. You know, I believe that you're gonna you're gonna travel around the world, you're gonna travel the country, and you're gonna share your story. And Jamie, you and Jamie are gonna be right there. Um, you know, Jamie's gonna be a manager. <laughs> you know, Jamie's gonna be the first off man. So I personally, as I said, I just wanna wish you um all the best, you know, um in your journey. And I, I could say that a hundred times. From the bottom of my heart, you know, I want to say that um, you you define what love is. You define uh, commitment. <laughs> you know, you you show that um, you know those words that you said at your vows. You know, you're actually living it. So you know, I just want to commend you and just encourage you. Also, I want to encourage you because I said we all need encouragement. Um, you know, um, to keep going. Just to say, look. You're doing a great job. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you, know, uh, you know, you 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 are defining the odds, you know, and um, you know, we really just want to say, just continue to to to, to say to go on, Siobhan, keep doing it, doing. So before we wrap up, I'm gonna hand it over to Ian for if I uh, have any more questions, and then I have probably one question, and we'll finish the show for today. Sevan and, and Jamie, if you listen to me, you know my little question. They're kind of calculated, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so really, uh, while, while listening again, I, I, I am just seeing and hearing. It's the big word, belief. And both of you guys believe in each other. I can see it. I can feel it. I know it. Okay. And belief is such a powerful word. And just for each person to believe in themselves first. And believing in another, that guess what? You can do it or you can accomplish it. You can overcome, you know. So that belief system that you guys have is amazing. And then what I see again is unconditional love. Unconditional love for each other. The way you guys, you know, interact with each other, the way you guys support each other, you know, you had your time. We didn't get to discuss Jamie injury and anything. But we know you dig deep and you came up, put everything on hold for him. You supported him. And now I see your American Got Talent. Jamie saying, hey, go show the world what you got, baby. You know, <laughs> you got to take this voice across the world. You got a story. 
You know, so I get these two words. This belief and unconditional love. So I would not let you guys get off the platform without saying or encouraging, say, one of our audience or our viewers tonight that is watching who may be going through a challenging situation, a difficult situation. Sometimes we call it crazy situation because all of us know, you know, we do meet this point, especially now in the season of Corona. We have seen many people, they're losing their car, they're losing their homes, they're losing their job. They're losing so many things. Even their kids that we love so much is, is paying the price for something that they didn't even know any clue about. But we realize this pandemic has hit the entire world. But I'm just saying to you guys, individually, I would like for you guys to just encourage that person who is on here, who is watching, or may just hear this broadcast someday later. Just give them a word of encouragement. They're going through that no moment. Oh, well, um, definitely we had to share some words. You know, we say just like the song, through the good and the bad. And right now we have a challenging time that we're all going through around the world. But I definitely encourage everyone to, you know, keep your faith. And like I said, you're going to have good times and your bad times. We're in a bad time right now, but not necessarily in times that we consider bad or very, very challenging there's also good things that come out of these kind of situations. And I believe that you just have to, you know, pray, listen to God, be still, because we all should be still right now and quarantine and being safe and staying home and praying and, and, and really seeing the other side of what God is trying to show us right now, because this 2020 year is a, a very revealing year for us on so many aspects and you want to make sure that you know you're taking in what God wants us to see during this year because when there's good times or challenging times I'd like to say there's always a blessing that comes out of that you're always made stronger you know throughout these situations so yeah it's gonna hurt it's tough financially physically a lot of things are happening at this moment but you always got to rest assured sure that God has a plan and there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And we know this. So we just have to stay encouraged and do what we can because this time will pass. It will pass. Well said. Well said, Siobhan. Um, Jamie, I'll give you the chance to do the same thing because I know, you know, this is like, it happened to the best of us. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, shed some, some, some encouragement to someone out there, um, Jamie. And yeah, especially, especially you going through what you've been through. And guess what? You're here to bring a smile. I just love just looking at you guys. Are cooking. You're the power of cooking for 2020, okay? Right, right. So, yeah, so I would just say, you know, never give up your only limitations of what you believe in to be. So just believe that you could be the best. You know, uh, when, when times get down, it's not about how many times you fall. It's about how many times you get back up. Just keep fighting. Keep praying. And keep God first, and, and you'll be all right. And those are my words of encouragement. Yes. All right. All right, guys. So we're coming towards the end of the song. I got a, I got a big request for you, Siobhan. Uh, if, if you still have the voice for it, would it be possible to give us a little 10, 15-second solo to Jamie? Could you sing you, a little? Oh, you know, see, that, 
that's in my contract. I can't sing. I you know, if you're going to hear me sing, you got to watch me on, uh, on the television. Oh, you got to buy my song, but I'm going to make sure that I can deliver that for you guys. <laughs> awesome 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 so again we're just um gonna let you guys um go um we want to play um the part of your song um before we, we close it out for um towards the end of the song yeah. so um some of the viewers could see the song and buy the song you know um, and do all all the fun things about um the music you know listen to it attract me so we're gonna pop this in all right guys so again i want to thank you for spending um um the last hour and a half with us <laughs> and um we, we, we really appreciate it um you know we'll definitely um let all the fans know and all you know all the followers know that um you know they're seeing you now up in person and um you know we want to thank you for you know just lending us your time you know um today and um, we just, you know, continue to pray for your family. And we'll be following your journey, um, you know, going forward, you know. Thank right. you, guys. We're really happy, you know, to be on the show and wish you much success with it. And um, make yeah. sure you guys go pick up the song at SiobhanMusic.com. Yeah, if you don't have it, make sure your wife hears it, you know, uh, SiobhanMusic.com. And we do have more to come. All right. Okay. Awesome. All right. Thank you. All right, All right, Ian, we're going to come to a, a final um, wrap for, for today's session. I know it was an emotional session for you. Uh, you know, as for uh, me, you know, I try to keep my um, composure, um, you know, but again, uh, we was a blessing to have this, such a beautiful couple um, with us this afternoon. Any final thoughts? Great, 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 great um, inspiration through their life, the way they're living their life, you know. It will be a, a lifestyle and a life that many, you know, will be dreaming of, you know, in terms of this story and the journey, you know, you, you, you want to find that person that you could share life with like that, you know, just in, in, in it, unconditional love, you know. They're in it for better or for worse, whether richer or poorer. They decided, guess what? We're going to make this work and we're going to complete this journey. We're going to give it our best. And really, their story is something that, you know, 
we definitely will be following. And even the fact that they're now going to be ha having a little baby, you know, that's going to be even greater in terms of the bonding that it's going to bring between them. In terms of the challenge that they have overcome so far, this is going to be just their glory moment, their blessing. I know how it feels, and I know it's just going to be just so powerful when this child comes into this world. But as I say, you know, let's go out there and support, support um, Shevon in terms of the um, American Got Talent. Let's go out there and support them in terms of buying the music, because trust me, it's some good music there. And their story will live on. You know, this is not the, 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 the end of it. Their story shall, 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 shall be journeying along, man. So I really love it and was happy to be able to host them this afternoon and just to be able to just talk to them and see this is a real life story. You know, it was good. All right, excellent. All right, well, let's say uh, with no further words for me, um, you know, thank you guys for joining to Real Talk with Ian and Ian. Check us out on YouTube. Um, check us out um, as you see us on Facebook. Um, you could go back and watch watch the episode today, and um, we'll be coming back to you with bigger and better, you know, and bigger and better, uh, more more interested topics and more interested. Um, you know, people will be bringing back on the platform. So with that said, I'm done. Um, we're going to sign off um, for tonight. <laughs>